Aloha, Kehlani. Aloha, sunshine. And aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives... In your head. In your head. In my head. In In her head. In whatever head you may. Yes. With an amazing cocktail today, if I may say. We won't lie and say we didn't already shake it and start drinking. Right. We had to sample the wear. This episode of the show... Is designed to help you relax. Oh, all of the working. music, all of the music that we are listening to, is uh, cocktail music. It's a little more piano. Mm-hmm. Um, still has an exotic touch to yes. it in some cases, except we're listening to Hello Dolly right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> so the Arthur Lyman version of Hello Dolly. The cocktail that we are having is inspired mm. by. The cocktail menus of the tiki bars of the past, mm-hmm. on every one of those cocktail menus, there would always be one cocktail, maybe two, but at least one, that was clearly pointed at the ladies. Ah. And it would be served in a fancier glass. Uh-huh, which this is. It would almost always have a flower or something floating on the top of it. It would usually be served in a wide glass, like a martini glass or a coupe glass. What is um, is this called? This is a coupe. This is a coupe glass, yes. And it was usually a flavored, shall I say, um, up drink. Mm. Liqueur, but up drink, not usually blended necessarily. With a little sweetness to it. Yeah, and then they always had a name Generally, it was a singular flower, so it might be called a gardenia, or a plumeria, or a lay, or a golden lay, or and and these were the names of these drinks. And this one 
is a tribute to those. It it remains to be named. Maybe over the course of drinking it, we'll figure that out. But it's super simple, and this is how you do it. We'll call it the plumeria. Week one, you'll need to prepare for this cocktail, but don't worry, it's easy to prepare. Go ahead and let a pineapple over-ripen to the point that the outside of it is like brown and smells of pineapple when you walk near it. Oh, wow. You don't even have to pick it up and smell it. So it's, it's just a little soft. soft, and it okay. just smells of pineapple, and, and it's over Now, what if the bottom is a little moldy? doesn't matter, because you're going to cut okay. it off. Okay. And then you are going to <coughs> cut off all of the outsides of the pineapple, Okay. core it, uh, slice it into chunks. Okay. And then you are going to put that into a silver rum of your choice. All right. Doesn't need to be fancy. Now, I'm going to... A cane pu- rum would be nice. I did use... Uh, the Selva Ray Silver, which is an outstanding mm. silver rum that has just a touch of a sugarcane quality to it, so a little bit of flavor. But you could use any silver rum. Don't don't spend a lot of money on okay. this. Okay, I have a quick question. Infuse because it I think for our, a week. I think our, some of our listeners may have this question. Uh huh. What if, uh, like, some people they don't live in areas where all you can always get decent pineapples? You're screwed. There's no other way to do this. No. No. Not even going to Costco and mm. buying the little spears? I I suppose you could try doing it with frozen pineapple. Okay. You're going it, to... It might don't, work. In other words, don't go you to could, the canned pineapple No, 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 no. Juice. No, but you, you could maybe try it with frozen pineapple. But anyway, okay. you're taking you're, that whole pineapple after you've okay. taken off the rind and the, taken off the core, and you're just infusing it in a tub or jar, closed lid, room temperature. Don't put it in the refrigerator. Okay. Um, with an entire... 750 milliliter bottle of rum. Perfect. Do that for a week. Wow. Nice. Now, when you're done, that pineapple's going to be pickled. It's going to be beautiful. Very much. Uh, we're going to try and it in you're a second. Get drunk as well. Well, as you know, we're going to try in a second. Now, that pineapple, because it was overly ripe, it is going to let its sugars into the rum, yes. and you will have this perfectly balanced pineapple infused rum that has wow. a, a nice sweetness to it. This drink has no added sugar to it whatsoever. And it is nice and it's not yeah. overly sweet. But and then, it's and then not to make the drink, all you need to do is one ounce of that pineapple infused rum. I'm sorry, one and a half ounces. One ounce of coconut liqueur. Kehlani works wonderfully. Yes, I do. Uh, if you can't find Kehlani, find any other coconut rum or coconut liqueur that is 30% alcohol by, by volume instead of like the Malibu that's only I 21. I even brought my coconuts you for did. you today. Mm. And then you're going to put in two ounces, of. two to two and a half ounces of limeade. Like simply limeade, or you could even okay. use one of the frozen ones, and, I and love then you me some you mix limeade. it from concentrate, okay. and and you use limeade. Um, we do and, prefer the not from concentrate, though. and then just a quarter ounce, maybe even a little less, of macadamia mm. nut liqueur. One of my favorites. You are going to put that in a shaker with crushed ice. It's amazing. And you are going to shake it with a half dozen mint leaves inside the shaker, yeah. and then and you're not going to mold them or nope, anything. Nope, nope, just nope. Drop that the leaves crushed in. ice when you shake it is going to let just enough of that mint oil release into the cocktail and you won't even know it's there until somebody says there's a little mint in there and then they'll be like, mm-hmm. ah, that is that extra that is something that that's in something. there. So the macadamia, the coconut, the lime, the mint, um, and and you get mixes together whatever it is we're going to call clean. this. Cheers. Cheers. So it's it worth is, it's worth infusing it the delicious. pineapple rum. So I have a, a quick yeah. question on that one. Um, when you... Uh, when you use the mint, I know we've talked about this before, uh-huh. but um, I actually 
was surprised recently of somebody not quite using um, peppermint, but we should not be using peppermint, right? You should be using well, spearmint. So this, yeah, you should use spearmint. Yes. When you're making cocktails, uh, unless it says otherwise. Now this is actually chocolate mint. Oh, is it? It is. Yeah, I have chocolate mint, little, peppermint okay. mint, orange mint, grapefruit mint, and Oh, yes, I remember. Spearmint. Your, yes. And I went with chocolate mint. I tried it with the spearmint the first time. It worked just as wonderfully, but there okay. you go. Um, so we always start the show with a cocktail, and there it is. It does. We'll put the recipe up on zentikilounge.com. We'll click on the, yeah, Italy. We'll click on the, mm. um, you'll click on cocktails, and you'll get the recipe for this. Uh, oh, wow. We should go find the mail. Yeah, the mail stuff. The mail. And then we'll talk about a musical artist who sent us in some great stuff that Ooh. goes along with our kind of uh, chill, instrumental, mm. kickback uh, feeling that we're, we're doing here this week. I'm distracted by this leaf in my mouth. Oh my gosh, that chocolate mint is delicious. We'll be right back. Tiki mail. Oh, your sack seems so happy. It must be the happiest sack on earth. Oh, oh, you are now in the mail sack. <laughs> Hi, Tiki bar friends. This summer has been so fun already that I have all my drinking buddies in my ears. I'm Ooh. listening to ZTL, Five Minutes of Rum, and a few other cocktail-themed shows, and it's so great. Wow. I am a teacher and have the summer off till mid-August, and I get my drinking done before school starts again. Yes. Thank you so even much. Though, even though the drinking during school <laughs> is, is fine. Is, uh, yeah. And recommended. Well, not during school, but right. during the school year is, uh, yeah, sometimes a little bit. Uh, recommended. Recommended. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much bit. for the show and the great stuff you tell all the people about. Cheers to no kids and cheers to Tiki. See you sometime. I'm in South Carolina. You never know. Brenda. I see, Brenda. And what was funny about, so my friend Brenda actually just texted me something, and the fact that a Brenda wrote us in, I was that's just kind of interesting that, that that happened. Of all the names. I well, Brenda, we say, appreciate Brenda, you writing in. Thank you for listening. And thank you for your service to the children of South Carolina. And thank you to Starshine, who's feverishly replying to a text in the middle of the fucking show. <laughs> I'm, so I guess I'm I'll sunshine. carry this on. I'm sunshine. Oh, whatever your name is. I don't know. Sorry. Are we going to edit? La, la, la. So, no, you're going to keep talking while I'm texting. I would love to keep <laughs> talking, but you were reading okay. from the mail sack. So thank you, Brenda, for your email. <laughs> I don't have access to the mail sack. This next one is uh, for you because you're one of the ladies. Ooh. Hi, ladies of the lounge. Well, where, oh, where do you find a nice dress that mm. that's new but looks vintage. The clothes I find at vintage shops are either, wait, overpriced or have a defect or they're not my size. Suggestions are welcome and thank you for turning me on to Velveteen Lounge Kitchen. Kelly and her husband are really funny and it would be so neat if you all did something together. Oh, I'll keep jogging if you keep doing the show. Erica and Denise from Palo Alto. Ooh, pa nice. Palo, Palo, Palo Alto. Palo Alto. It's already so the liquor are, talking. They're in the area. So what I would say is one place that we have found some vintage clothing is at the actual tiki events that we go to. That's we usually walk away with, right. with all of us at least getting but one. But if she's in Palo Alto, one. she doesn't have a tiki event nearby per se. That's true. So, not can you think of anything else? Well, I can tell you that um, definitely um, I I do do Amazon for some things that are new. 
I don't, um, I'm, I'm very curvy and some of the, uh, some of the vintage clothing is not, um, curvy friendly, we'll mm-hmm, say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, um, what I... Because no one was over a size 10. Right. Or at least no one that could dress nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to wear a fucking muumuu. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, um, or a house coat, whatever they call it, called it. So, um, <laughs> anyways, we, uh... So what I do is I I do go. Hell, no one may have been over size eight. I don't know. (laughs) I do go on Amazon and um, I. But what do you search for? Like what? That's what what I was just gonna go look at. When you do the Google, what do you look for? I don't Google a lot. I do a lot of Amazon, and I've done a little. um, But there's another one that um, that we've used that I I can find for you. Um, I do know that if you go to konakai.com, K-O-N-A-K. AI, uh, you will find a clothing link there for ladies specifically, um, and some of it is vintage, some of it is new, some of it is recreations. So I know that you can go there, and you will definitely find some stuff. Well, I know that I found just a couple of pieces. They do have lots of different types of dresses. Some of them are more are mid-century modern. Some of them are not. Um, some of them are more kind of modern fashion. Um, but I did find one that I think is kind of cute. And um, it's from, I'm not sure if I'm saying it right, but Miosol, but it's M-I, where did it go? I'm so sorry, I just had it. Um, Anyways, I I just bought this dress, and I'll give you the spelling in just a second. I'll show, and it's... um, Oh, I like that. Yeah. It's like orchids. It's it's got kind of like orchids, and it's got a little V. And it has a different little retro style, and it is M-I-U-S-O-L. So Miosol, I think. Miosol? Miosol? Sure. And is that yeah. a line of clothing? And it's a line of clothing yeah. there that you can search on Amazon. There's another one that I bought that's Acevog, A-C-E-V-O-G. And some pictures you may have seen of me um, in Oh, the I remember. You had two of those, didn't you? Yeah. And so I have... And, and a nice cut on them. Yes. Yeah. And it has a beautiful cut. And there's vintage... There's vi- definitely vintage cuts. And um, I've been able to find just a couple of their styles with some tiki patterns. But some of their patterns are a little more... Um, Oh, gosh, what I would consider country-ish or a little um, more of Rockabilly, the, maybe? Not even quite rockabilly. Some but see, there's them, some options, yeah, so there, there you go. There are definite options there for... I'm just a big Amazon user. Okay, we got to get the next question now. Okay, go for it. This one, a quick question for whomever can answer. Sunless tanner or tanning bed? Pros and cons. Thinking Pumpkin has talked about this before. My man and I want to look a little less ghostly for a cruise in November. Thank you, Mr. Stan and his gal. Sunless tanner. Definitely. I have a a history of family of skin cancer on both sides of my family. Well, tanning beds are just stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 concentrated sunlight. Just don't do it. Yeah, I would say sunless tanner. Mm -hmm. And make sure you wear sunscreen. Um, Yeah. Well, I mean, pumpkin and I are pumpkin and I and starshine not so much. We're big fans of the sunless tanner. Um, Starshine uses. You have to. You have. There's two kinds to try. So there's the kind that you can try, which is a lotion that has a gradual sunless tanner built yes. into it, and you have to put on a couple coats over the week to see it. Mm-hmm. And then there's the one that I prefer. <laughs> there's the one that I prefer that is just it's one or two coats, you're done. It's the it's the older version that it works quicker, um, but uh, 
the colors have gotten better. So it, it's not you're not going to look yeah, like Donald Trump. The the rumor that you will turn orange after putting it on is really a thing of ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, just make sure you get one for lighter skin or medium to dark skin, depending on which you might be, because they do make them that way. And, and don't make the mistake of being lighter skin and saying no, I'm going to get the ones for darker skin because I want to look darker. Don't make that yeah. It's mistake. not your shade. It's not your it's shade. Not, it's not. You are not going to. It is made to work with where you actually yes. start from. And then here's a big, 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 big tip. If men, even more than women, if you have dry skin around your elbows, ankles, etc., you need to loofah, 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 loofah and two then, days yeah. before because you want to you want soak in a bath, sip your cocktail, let your skin get moist, mm, put on let the water soak in, put in some Epsom salts, mm-hmm. really soak. You want to loosen your skin. Up, yes. And then loofah those joint areas. Yes. Get it off, and then give yourself two days before you then put on the sunless tanner, and then you won't get those um, slightly darker areas around yes. the joints. Yes. Well, you see your lines. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I find that that works really well. And I have been to places the last couple of years where, the, the, again, they're getting so much better, where people really believe I have a tan. Yes. I've had a couple of accidents. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> and that's like when. <laughs> always when I'm drinking um, <laughs> sunless tanner accidents while drinking and then I'm yes. like I'm so tired I can't wait the three hours that it takes before I rinse off in the shower uh-huh. pumpkin religiously puts it on an hour before she goes to bed and just goes to bed in it oh wow and it doesn't and they don't stain the sheets anymore as long as you oh, let them okay. dry for a, a while yeah okay. soak in dry um, and sh- but don't I don't like the ones with bronzers built in because that will mm-hmm. come off on your sheets and your mm-hmm. underwear and everything so I have had quite a bit of experience with this. Yes. My husband have... just loves putting it on my back and washing his hands immediately oh, so sure his hands don't tan. I'm yeah. sure he absolutely loves it. This cocktail's amazing. It is amazing. And mine's empty to prove it. I'll get you another one. I'm going to eat the dark passenger's mint leaves. <laughs> now, what I totally neglected to mention yes. was at the beginning of this episode, uh-huh. the part that you don't get to hear because you don't actually listen to the podcast. I do sometimes. I, I listen more than anybody else that does this besides you. I played the original Star Trek theme. Yes, I, I heard that in the beginning. And I played the version by the Jimmy Psycho Experience, it who he has does. played events that we've attended. And mm. that is because Star Trek Beyond was just released today. I just saw it in the theater. I'm going to talk more about it. But before Woo! I do... And we're going to go see it tomorrow, so don't give it away. Before I do... No spoilers. I, I, I want to say that subconsciously, I'm pretty sure that one of the reasons I've always liked Star Trek better than that other franchise... Still love the other franchise. Is that... Dun, 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 Star dun. Trek. <laughs> Star Trek is a hopeful vision of the future, whereas the other one is a fairy tale that is often filled with complete bullshit with no scientific explanation which is fine for some people but not only that what's more important in Star Trek they never neglect the fact that even in the 24th and 25th centuries depending on which part of Star Trek you're following alcohol is still a staple of of human life and alien life Okay. and in the newest installment what about the the bars Captain Kirk and Dr. McCoy have a wonderful moment over some Nice okay. aged scotch. Oh God! Yes, I hate and scotch. some sorry and brandy. Now the dark passenger <laughs> would absolutely love that moment with the scotch. Oh, it was amazing, and 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 for that reason, you are going to have another one of these cocktails. I am. I'm going to have a scotch and water. You are just disgusting. <laughs> 
Um, so, Don't come near me with but that. But we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk a little bit more about Star okay. Trek, and then we're gonna bring some music to you from James Spencer. He is a composer, Ooh, I can't a wait. singer. Uh, he is an author. Uh, he does all kinds he of stuff. He is a man. He's a man of, of the world. Many, many talents, talents. and yes. he's easy on the eye, from what I can see from his profile. Uh, wow. So we'll, we'll have oh, more. To, oh, we'll oh. have more to uh, chat about him and play some music from uh, one of his albums that he has Wonderful. released as well. I'm looking forward to it. We'll be right back. Kaylani, we're back. We are back, aren't we? We are back. Mm. So Star Trek. Yes. I I just it was it was really good. It, You're gonna give it away. No, I'm you? not. I'm not. Um, the villain is um bad. Not, the villain is bad. You know he's not that bad actually. Oh no, the villain is. He's not that bad, and at the end there is a twist on the villain, which I won't oh, divulge. Oh, now you're doing it. Um, not not a con sort of twist, but um, uh, con. I didn't see it coming until um, until it actually happened. Now you're gonna make us be looking at every little thing. Like, oh, can I figure out? Well, I mean, I you, sometimes I even with a Star Trek movie, whatever, you, you kind of you see a little of the plot coming, right? Yes, you do. Um, I was actually when they when they divulged it, as of course they're about to uncover it, you figured out because you're figuring out along right, with them. But right. I ha- I didn't quite figure it out. But they they bring out some technology, and so you get the techno babble in this one mm. that is just was lacking in the previous film, and um, again they're drinking several t- several times in the movie they're drinking, <gasps> which is outstanding. <gasps> Yeah. The snow orchid. Mm-mm. Fuck. I'm She's still trying. trying to name this cocktail. No. Nothing with orchid. No, nothing with orchid. Well, I'm not saying it couldn't be orchid, but there's no... Not snow. Yeah, but it's I don't not know. snow is not tropical. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Keep thinking. Um, so we have some other things to talk about, and then we are going to... Um, we're going to play some music from James Spencer. Oh. So I'm having my second cocktail. You are, and, and I... I'm enjoying it immensely. And I was going to have scotch. And it's disgusting. And Why I decided would you do that? I decided to have some straight Kentucky bourbon instead. Because, well, to Star Trek. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Mahalo for the uh, decent beverage on the bar. Okay, so just for me, just so our listeners, if they haven't already figured it out, I'm not for straight alcohol. No. No, it's not your thing. No. I'm just okay. not. So, um, I, I want to talk about the iTunes reviews that we sometimes get here on the show. Oh. And, of course, I am encouraging people to leave a review. Please. Uh, yes. Uh, but let's, um, there was a review that actually you um, was left. You didn't like? And I totally didn't catch it. <gasps> it was what? a bad one. It was a one-star review. Oh, I got to hear it. Right. Um, so I, why, why is it that we're more drawn to those one stars? Like, Ooh, because I ooh <laughs> what, who's, what are, are they shit talking? Well, most of our <laughs> reviews are five stars. So I Aww. like, I like reading the, um, yes, the, the, one the other ones. Cause we don't get very many of them. It must, they must've listened to a show. I wasn't on. Well, so, and it was actually, it was actually all the way back in 2015 already. And I just missed wow. it. Um, well there you earned your one star, <laughs> but it's from, um, Man Wrecking Crew. 
Oh. I'm, what are they really wrecking? What um, and the it's just titled Terrible. Are they wrecking men? Terrible. Or is it men wrecking? I don't know. Oh. Terrible. So it could be, yeah, a man or a woman. I don't know. Uh, one star. Annoying drunks flapping their gums to amuse themselves. They certainly don't amuse me. Being drunk does not make you witty. It makes these three loud mouths idiots. I can't actually deny mm. any of that. Yeah, he must have been listening to a show with Starshine, myself, and you. Yeah, we don't recommend that any of you listen to the shows where more than two of us are here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we don't even listen to them. Can you imagine? We enjoy them. Yes. But, you know, whenever, if you you see, if you you hear me say, Aloha, Kehlani, and then I say, Aloha, Starshine, or Aloha, Pumpkin, or Heaven Forbid, all four, you might just want to skip that one because we call it wrangling I, cats for a reason. Yeah, because we're all a bunch of pussies. Mm-hmm. And we just scream like them. But thank you very much for that review. Now, to the rest of you who like the show... Um, Should we go, follow it up with a decent review or no? Well, just the most, that, the most recent the... review, ZTL, this is uh-huh. from April, is a lot of fun. It's one of the reasons that I got into Tiki Cocktails and Culture. Aww. It's a great resource to find out about music and events. Yes, it is. So relaxed right now. Uh, you're going to be more iTunes. relaxed when that bourbon's gone. Go on iTunes and leave us a review. Yes. Those five-star reviews subscribe. help us get noticed. And subscribe to the show either on Google Play or on iTunes or the RSS feed of your choice. Tell a friend, grab their phone, subscribe them without them knowing it. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. There They'll we go. They'll never have to listen. How, how's, how's all that? That's a little deceptive. It's, I mean, but it's not. Mm. It's all fine. I just described you. Okay. I wonder if that. I wonder if that person was a next. Supporter. Next up, um, hmm. uh, what was the, okay? So we need to talk about Tiki Bar T-shirt Club. Yes, we do. I'm wearing one right now. You I'm, are. I'm stretching it just a little bit. You are wearing the Boom Boom Room. I am. I love the Boom Boom Room shirt. <laughs> do you? Do you like the Boom Boom Room? Oh, I, lo- um, I love to go Boom Boom in the Boom Boom Room. Okay, be, be careful. Be okay. careful. You know, they're a sponsor, so, you know, be nice. There are not sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think we get the shirts? Oh, there are sponsors. <laughs> yes. I thought you yes. said there are sponsors, not they But the are, nice thing is, is... No, I don't mean Boom oh, Boom number two. They're nice. Oh, yeah. I but mean Boom Boom like having sex. They're nice enough. I think I'd be wearing the shirt if they weren't a sponsor. Yes. That's, no, I'm... Uh, I so didn't... Th- I'm sorry. I didn't think of poop. Tiki Bar T-shirt. I'll leave it to Sunshine to make it poop. TikiBarTshirtClub.com. Leave it to me to make it about sex. Well, yeah. Um, so, the really cool thing about them is you can subscribe for uh, three, six, or twelve months, and then you're going to get a shirt. These are really cool and great each quality month. shirts. They have women's cuts Very and men's soft, cuts. Yes. So if you if you're a lady and you don't want one of those shirts, it's a big and, a big blocky and mess. And those of you who know you me, the extra large in the women's, I I've put on a few pounds since I haven't been able to run for over a couple months here now. It has not been months. It has been. It has been. Because you broke your leg? No, I didn't break it. I, my, my, <laughs> my fibula was almost dislocated. I had a nickel for every time a lady told me that. <laughs> I can't do that to you because my fibula <laughs> might be broken. Excuse me for knowing my anatomy. <laughs> no, um. Keep drinking that cocktail with no it's name. Been since It's been since May 1st. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Ziegler's Boom Boom Room. That is, yes. that is the shirt that we're wearing. Each month they bring you a shirt from a uh, cocktail um, cocktail joint, tiki bar, lounge, a palace of the past. And, and they're awesome And they shirts. feature the logo and art it on a t-shirt. It is very comfortable. 
And uh, I have recommended to people before that if you go to like critiki.com, C-R-I-T-I-K-I.com, you can type in the name of the lounge or bar that these shirts oh, will represent. Oh, really? And then because that is a catalog of all the old stuff, whether it's closed, so extinct, or still open, um, you'll find out a little more about it. And then you might actually see like a cocktail menu from the joint. or That's and, and so, you, cool. so I call it urban archaeology that goes with the t-shirt that you get. And uh, now the two are not affiliated. Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club is not affiliated with Critiki, but it's okay. a it's a cool resource. Um, yes, the Critiki. And uh, so uh, the Boom Boom Room was originally on the bar side of Ziegler's Charcoal House from the '50s until the '80s. It was located around the corner from Sears at the Frandor Shopping Center. Isn't that Ooh, sexy? The Frandor Sears. Shopping Center. Sears is very sexy. Every night from five Makes to nine. Makes me think of Kenmore. They had a Polynesian luau buffet for a whopping three dollars a person. <laughs> so imagine the the decade. Wow. Three dollars a person. Yes. Wow. Uh, and they were well known for their aloha. And I bet the food was great. For their aloha orgy that served eight people and came in a flaming flaming volcano bowl. Oh. The aloha I orgy. I would have ordered the aloha orgy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would have had all eight of us in there. And here is where I call upon our tiki minions. If you that can just find, really good, actually. if you can find the recipe, <gasps> we will make for it for the Aloha Orgy. You know, I have to be here. It's a bowl drink. We will do our best <gasps> to make it here on the podcast and enjoy it. I love so a good please, bowl drink. please, you know how get much out there, I love a good bowl do your drink. research. Maybe one oh. of you has it. We have we have people who know everything out there. You know, of course, go find oh, it. Hell of a lot more than I do. Um, but you go to Tiki Bar T shirt club.com and you subscribe and then you could give it as a gift as well uh-huh. and you're going to get a shirt every month really nice soft cotton and cool they designs really and are. when i have worn these i've worn them you know when i'm out just out and about grocery shopping or i'm at the casino for the weekend or whatever i always get a compliment and somebody be like i love that design or i love that or where'd you get that shirt every time mm-hmm. and um not a lot of things i wear get those same compliments right. some of the things i intend to buy to get compliments don't, don't get the get <laughs> don't get yes. those compliments. I've had so. that happen. It's yeah. a sad day. Yeah. You come home going, what What did I do wrong? Mm. And then you put on one of these t-shirts and you feel I, better. I did a lot wrong. Yeah. Bourbon's going I've, to my head. Yeah, it is. I've yeah. done a lot wrong too. It's okay. Yeah, Not you, the bourbon. Yeah, you have. But yeah, you have. Okay, let's do, let's do some music. Okay, but first I have to say one, one last say. tiny plug. Okay, all right. These shirts, I'm, I have to say, I is, are so comfortable and... I mean, they're T-shirts, but they have a dressy feel and a dressy look to them for T-shirts. Really well, yeah, because do. they're fitted. Yes, yeah. but they're but it's not just the fitted. I mean, it's the quality of the fabric. Yeah, they're not that heavy, yeah. like yucky T-shirt. Right. Like, you the know, quality of the fabric is so soft, that. and it's just I I love these T-shirts. Okay, okay, I'm done. James Spencer released an album called Blue Gardenia. And, uh, you know, just just a little bit about the man. Um, so he's a concert pianist. He's a baritone, a lyric baritone, Ooh. recording artist, and a musicologist, author. I'm a mezzo-soprano. You want to get together? arranger. You are ah! not. <laughs> and a music coach. I mean, <laughs> he does everything. He does. And so he, he released this album called Blue Gardenia. And it is, I listened to it uh, last night while sipping a cocktail after a 60-hour work week. And I lit a candle. I'm not kidding you. I lit a candle. I know. I'm looking at your very serious face here. And... There are t- now. I have a. I have it a. It was fondness. a cocktail, not a bourbon. You were sipping, right? It was a cocktail. Okay, good. Well, it was a Manhattan. 
Okay. Uh, but I I have a fondness for classic cocktails and mm-hmm. classical music mm-hmm. and exotica and jazz. And the, the very cool thing about this album by James Spencer is that um, it's 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 piano. I love piano. It's, it's, um, I it, used to play. It, it goes between what I would say classical and a little exotic um, and contemporary. It's like all. It's oh, a wow. little. It's a little of all of those things. I wouldn't peg it as just one. Okay. Uh, and we're gonna play two. I am so. You have got me intrigued. Two now. tunes um, from the album. You can get it on iTunes. It is called Blue Gardenia. The link, of course, will be with this week's show notes. We're gonna play. The first one, Blue Gardenia Sketch, which is number one. (laughs) And then we're going to play Love is Here to Stay. I can't wait to hear them. Okay, well, here they come. So Blue Gardenia Sketch and Love is Here to Stay by James Spencer on his album, Blue Gardenia.
Now, Kehlani. Oh, I loved that. What do you think about James Spencer? I actually really, really enjoyed it. I really, it was very chill, very much appropriate for having a cocktail when you just want to unwind. And I guarantee... It is outstanding cocktail music. Or or a straight up drink, whatever you want to unwind with. And and what it reminds me of is, um, so one of the, so the part, the inspiration for the music that we're playing on this show is... Uh, the album by James Spencer, Blue Gardenia, and uh, and you can um, again you can get that on iTunes mm-hmm. via link on the show so that you can. I think the uh, Dark download. Passenger already downloaded that. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, he's good. He's amazing. He is. He's he's, just he's also fast with his googling fingers. Yes, he is. Um, but uh, so it, it, he has good fingers. Well, it reminded me not that I had to be reminded per se, but so Arthur Lyman mm-hmm. and Les Baxter, Martin Denny, the Greats. Um, uh, Henry Mancini, mm-hmm. they were they were all composers, yes, and musicians before they were necessarily exotica artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they many of them were very schooled, uh, some traditionally, some not, um, and they did musical scores for trained. movies and television and um, even Broadway in some cases. And so they did a lot of stuff that was um, for piano, for orchestra. And so um, that is all I would say. um, It can be exotica adjacent as far as when you call it easy listening or some people would even say elevator music. But when you... That wasn't elevator music. No, no, it wasn't. But I mean, some people will hear exotica. That's true. Or anything on a piano. Yeah. And they'll say elevator music. music. Yeah, you're right. That's because those people don't know music. Right. Or they are only thinking rock and roll, or they're only thinking, you know, a a specific genre of something is music. Yes. And then you learn to appreciate the many genres, the many genres of entertainment that music can represent. Yeah. Uh, And then you come across great piano, such as Mm -hmm. this album by James Spencer or um, Arthur Lyman. Um, He had entire albums. that were just easy listening um, and very, very piano based, not as much on the gongs and chimes and that, and not quite as exotic. So that's a lot of the music that we're listening to today. I was, I really enjoyed it, honestly. Yeah. And I I have to say, and the dark passenger would confirm this for you. I I don't really care for a lot of music that doesn't have um, something I can sing along with, but that I would definitely play and relax to. Oh, you know what? I don't know if it's in my older age, you know, in the fourth decade of my life. Um, (laughs) I am starting to like more and more music that has no lyrics. The Dark Passenger has always liked it. Um, Now, the music that has lyrics that I will never let go is anything from the 80s 80s, decade. And the early and the early and the early 90s and a certain portion of the 70s. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I went through that phase, you but I, it like still a, it still follows me. I have to say, John Denver, when we went backpacking <laughs> this last weekend, well, hate to tell you, I do. but we went backpacking this last weekend, and when you're out there in the wilderness, I mean, John Denver just really does it You for know, me. I do like a little bit of John Denver, Denver, but just don't ever get in a plane with him. Just, it's yeah. not a good idea. Well, not a I good don't idea. think you're going to have a choice and don't go that. And don't go skiing with Sonny Bono. Right. Just two things <laughs> I would never do. I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, good thing they're dead. Um, for you. So not uh, for the rest of us. 
again in the future, Star Trek, I'm just going to say it again. I'm so glad that there's still booze in the 24th, 25th century. That that makes me very happy. you got to see Star Trek Beyond. It, it's yes. a great movie. There's booze in Star Wars, too, I'll have you know. They go into the bars. But they yeah, don't talk about it. But they don't talk about it. It's not a bar. part. It's not a part of the scene, really. It's not a part of the movie. It's not a part of the character's um, being. Whereas, you know, okay. Bones yes, he's got loves his, yes. bourbon. Mm-hmm. Beans and bourbon, specifically. You know, he's a southern gentleman. Well, not so much a gentleman, but um, <laughs> he's a man from the southern states, just like the senator, Starshine's husband. And, um, and uh, Captain Kirk, he's more of a cowboy. So he likes whatever is the stiffest, whether it be Romulan ale or Sarian brandy, uh-huh. or and then and then and then in the next generation, um, they had synthahol, unfortunately, which was the alcohol that can inebriate you, but you can somehow shut off the inebriation when you want or something. That's I, very weird. Yeah, weird. I never really understood the synthahol. That's very weird. It is weird. So but it, I guess it would be good. I guess it would be good if you could somehow shut it down. Suddenly, just drive yeah, home. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And not have your yeah. blood alcohol level. What are you gonna do? You just what did you just? Is there like a special pee trap for that? I I don't know. So you know what annoys me? What? The stupid lists. People of who change lanes without blinkers. You know I'm, I'm over that. Okay. Stupid lists of everything. Oh, like. Talk. And here's what I mean. So. So you didn't like David Letterman. I have been a a, a, a reader. Okay. of the online version of Huffington Post, because it's not a print magazine, but right. um, for a good five years. You liberal. But less and less, but less and less I like Huffington Post. Because and here's have, why. Yeah. Because so much of what they publish is top five this, top ten this, yep. and it's all recycled bullshit. But that's not just Huffington Post. Whether you find it on Fox or the LA Times or the New York Times or the Boston, whatever it is, it is all just recycled bullshit and or they have some sort of writer or editor who has to fill space. Forgive me, and they but I g- know why. Why? The millennials, they've been, they've had technology their whole lives and they're, they have the attention span of an ant. I guess so. And that's what they're directed so after. So let me tell you about some of the lists I've come across recently. Top 10 reasons to imbibe spirits. Oh, well, you liked that and list. Now, of course, I clicked on it, right? And then some of the reasons were as asinine as relaxation. Are oh you really? God, are you fucking really? kidding me? Really? Wow. It, well, they didn't even get creative. No. Really? No. They didn't even say something as creative as because your mother-in-law isn't dead yet. <laughs> you know? No. 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 Or um, and I'm sure I'm sure whoever's listening, your mother-in-law is a wonderful person. My mother-in-law is a wonderful, wonderful person. person, and so is my husband. <clears throat> um, or you know, they also they also didn't say, you know, one of the one of the top ten reasons to imbibe spirits um, is to see spirits. I mean, that's oh. not, that's not <laughs> that's not even that much of a reach, really. But to be able to channel Campari Kraken, right? Yes, <laughs> he. I hear he's coming by the show oh, soon. Oh fuck me! He may be coming by in an episode soon. <laughs> Hack. But they what they what they say is stupid things like I heard he's busy. He was busy relaxation at the, at the to let your guard down and get closer to a friend. 
to um, unwind after a work day. I mean, like, oh are you gosh. kidding me? That's like saying top five reasons. To be reasons, able to break through your social anxiety. Top five reasons to use toilet paper. To not have shit in your pants. <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> I know. To dry your coochie. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, because Kleenex wasn't available. Hello? <laughs> this is not earth shattering news. Right. What, what's another reason that you're like, oh, thank God there was toilet paper? Um, I, I would say because corn reason, cobs itch. Because, <laughs> because I ran out of the Sears Roebuck catalog. Yeah. <laughs> these people that come up with these lists just need to stop. And and I like how sometimes you know top fives <laughs> and top tens are the most common, but sometimes there's like a top eight. Or like right. the seven reasons they just didn't quite have enough for the ten. seven reasons you should never go grocery shopping when you're hungry. Right. Like, come yes. on. Like, like you the only, only reason one. <laughs> the only reason it's seven reasons is because you couldn't find any more. Right. And 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 you made up six of them. <laughs> yes. One reason. You only need you one reason. You don't need. That is the only reason not to go grocery shopping when you're hungry. <laughs> But people are just so stupid, and don't don't fall for this oh, shit. Oh, so you'll buy shit you don't need. Oh, but we're in a separate category. We're gonna say you'll spend too much money because you bought shit you didn't need. Top five reasons not to eat more than six ounces of cheese in a day. Constipation is number one. Some people actually get diarrhea from. Well, it. if you're lactose intolerant, that would yes. probably be on a different list. Yeah. Okay. I'm just uh, saying. Calories. Well, that's that's a good one. That but that probably wouldn't make the list because none of this is based in science. Oh, sorry. Okay. It's not. It's just <laughs> it's just it's lazy lazy writers yes. googling things right and then putting them on a list and it has and no scientific me. basis and it, and, and it really reduces the credibility when you're of moving post. yeah when you're moving from 10 to 1 there's no scientific basis for which one might actually be more important than the other right. one. Whereas when you get to right. the number 1 it, that should be the biggest There's reason. There's some dude drinking his latte going, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, that will so put if, number three. If, if all of the mm. people out there doing this, if you could just, um, I don't know, pull some talent out of your ass and stop making these lists. Because if you're going to make a list, tell us something we don't already know. Right. If you're going to make a list, make it be some... And yeah. here's where I know we've jumped the shark on top tens and top fives. Okay. I read a lot of science stuff. Uh-huh. And those oh, no. lists are also all recycled bullshit I've already read. Uh, now, it could be because I'm a very literate person and I read a lot. Top 10 reasons that global warming <clears throat> is real. Yes. Or top <laughs> five reasons the GOP will melt the planet. Like, I already know them all. I, you'd, I don't, you don't even have to go there. Uh-huh. So just, just stop it. Okay. Top I need to, five I, reasons that Trump is the Antichrist. I need to move on. I haven't seen that <laughs> list actually yet. Oh, okay. I haven't seen that one yet. Um, Maybe I made it up. <laughs> so I used to, every week, I would go to the drive through car wash. Oh, the drive Well, because I, I get yeah. gas once a week. A tank of gas lasts me a full week, sometimes a little more. And But since our drought. Um, now I go every three weeks. Okay. Let's say. All right. And I go to specifically one of these drive-through car washes where it's all um, reclaimed, recycled, uh, 
like repurposed water. And there's a few of them here in the area. So, you know, it, they say you're only using um, uh, five gallons of water per car wash okay. because it's um, recycling and filtering the soap and whatever they do. I don't know. There's a, there's it? no way there's no way for me to check it, but you can go online and read all about it. And they say that it's verified, certified, whatever. Okay. Um, and so, but here's here's the thing, and whether it's one of those where it's less water use or it's just one of the whatever ones, the same thing almost always happens. And and, the, I could tell and you these the same people thing that happens to mine. And these people, I just wanna I just wanna ram their car oh. and just help them get a clue. There's there's sometimes a line of cars who wanna get in, right? Right. And you have to wait. Yes. And waiting is okay. And you have to put the code. You have to put in the code. But the machines kind of know how the machines work, you know? So when the machine tells me that I can put in the code, the machine knows if there's a car inside already. Right. Because actually, I see... Many machines won't even let you put in a code until the car's out. I see a red light. Right. And I know red means don't stop. go. It means stop. Yes. Yes. But I can put in the code, and I put in the code, and it stays red, and it says, please wait. Yes. And I understand those simple words. And then, well, that's when, the, you speak when the car in front of me is finished and pulls forward off the little stoppy thing, the light turns, the light green. turns green. And green And then go. the thing over on my left says, you may now enter the wash. Uh-huh. And I go in, and I pull forward, and Until I stop the on the says, thing, and it turns, and turns red. red. And and there we go. Okay, I understand this. I've never done this before. I don't know what you're talking about. But many people don't understand this because the person in front of you, because you haven't put in your code yet, right? The person in front of you is waiting for the person inside the car wash to fully exit the car wash, including the drying mechanism, before they will go in. Even though the green light is flashing, even though it says enter now, even though they've already put in their code, even though it is clearly a green god light. And I, and I've had it and I've had it. So now I just honk at these people. I just honk at them and they like in through the rearview mirror, they're acting like I no understand, no whatever. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. You are clearly somebody who understands. You're just stupid. No, they're not saying that. They're saying you idiot. There's someone still in there. That's what they're saying. Well, yes. It's a green light. Green means go. If you were at, if you were at an intersection and the light was green, and the person in front of you have moved forward, would you not also move forward? Yeah, but well, you know, then I have you should do the say. same thing in a car wash. But there's one thing I have to say. Okay, go ahead. This is a definite first world problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Yes, of course it is. But. <laughs> so, uh,. No, but I would I would say I'm not that impatient when I go. And the other thing is, is that the one that I generally use by my house, it does not let you leave until you are dry. Like it, the light doesn't stop being red until it's done drying you. It's all dry, wash and dry in one spot, which is annoying. Yeah, yeah. The dry thing should be a because separate it drips section. A little. Yeah. But the other thing that frustrates me... I hate me when it drips a ...is because of the design of my car, I have, like, just a tiny little spoiler at the top of my window. Yeah. And it leaves, like, a thick layer of soap right underneath there. Oh, God. And then it blows the oh. soap all mm. across my window. Mm, 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 that bothers me more than the people. First world problem. That is also a first world <laughs> problem. Yes. Yes, it really is. Um... And and these are the things that annoy me. Yes. <laughs> you need to pull forward in the car wash, 
And I admit to not being as impatient <laughs> as you. It's but it just it, it I drives. do understand that when the light's green you should be going. I do know I understand. And I will say that the dark passenger is far more patient of a driver than I am. Really? Oh my god. I mean, I, I I wouldn't say I'm surprised by that, but I'm also not surprised. Like, I guess I I would have never had a vibe I'm on that at all. I'm very patient compared to some other people that I know. Like, I don't, <coughs> I'm not a big flipping people off and honking my horn and like crazy person like that. But I definitely want to be in the lane that's moving faster. And the dark yeah. passenger, talk about fucking annoying. He'll just get in a lane and stay in that lane and never oh, change Oh God, that's my husband. Yeah. Life. He will just stay in the slow lane oh. until we get to San Francisco. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. And I'm like, oh, my God, the whole world has gone by us twice. Yeah, we could already be at Pea Soup Anderson's yes. having three bowls of pea soup and yes. then the poop of our lives. Yes. But yes. he's in the slow lane exactly. all the way to San Francisco. And, and we haven't fucking left L.A. yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. no good. It's just very annoying. First world problems. Yep. <laughs> um. So let's talk about this real quick. So um, I, we like the vintage stuff. These here. are so cute, um, and I love them. So I got these. Um, they're wooden. They're wooden coasters. Yes, they are. And, um, they're so cute. and on the inside, um, it's kind of like a, a broken tile motif in sort of a mid-century modern yes. pattern. So there's like the red orange one, and there's the blue mosaic. green one. Yeah, it's a mosaic tile. Um, and you know, uh, they're nice now, and thick. They're nice and thick. And they're heavy duty. They're heavy, unlike, yes. see, what but I was looking for. They do have for, a lip so that there's a definite size limit. What I was looking for, well, there's always a size limit. Like my vagina. There's <laughs> always a size limit, yes. Sometimes the load gets too wide. Um, sometimes the load is unnoticeable, which is unfortunate for both parties concerned. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. But, but we don't have that problem. No, neither no. of us do. No, no. Uh, in many ways. Um, <laughs> but no. So the on eBay, I I so I have a um, nice vintage '60s set of a coasters mm. um, from my grandmother, from Nana Bones, uh, and Love those Nana are perfect Bones. for my new living room with Props the new vintage couch. Bones. Yes, Shout and the out. new coffee table. But I wanted a set for the bar, and I was tired of um, the cheaper ones. And the ones that just never seem to last, and the temporary ones, and, and so the ones that the water just runs off the fucking edge of them anyway. Yeah, I wanted something with either a lip or something that was sandstone. Yes. And after looking at tons of things, and I did actually find some sandstone ones that had like a nice mid-century modern slash cheeky feel to them, but these were just—they're cute. I like them. These are seventies, actually. These that that so one. So these is, are from the seventies. So I have to say that the orangish and reddish one, which kind of has like a brown, that is so seventies. Yeah. But I would say that this one is more sixties. Um, and they come in a little holder, the, and they're the perfect on the and bar, green and, and aqua. um, and they're just you know they're the, they're the kind of thing that just 60s. lasts forever, as yeah. opposed to something that doesn't last forever. So I say when it comes to your barware, and when it comes to the things that you have around your home. Stop shopping at Walmart, people. Stop oh, shopping. Don't shop at Walmart. Stop. Stop buying things that you can't kind of have forever. There are certain things that should last forever. A roll of toilet paper, no. Right. A bottle of rum, no. No. But something like a a, a, a coaster. Yeah, you want that. There's to no last reason that that it should expire or right. that it should rust or rot exactly. or. Um, 
or you know or um, certain things certain things for your home. So I had a coaster before that would pee. It had a picture on the top and it peeled. Yeah. Or or doormats that um, that fade and fall apart yeah. or you know. Though those shouldn't last forever. Usually you have to replace them, but it should last a long time. Mm -hmm. Find thing find things that make you happy. Yes. And a lot of times you can find them on eBay. Mm -hmm. And you I can find them secondhand. I hope these new headphones the Dark Passenger we, bought us. Yes, the Dark Passenger bought forever. us new headphones. Yes, I hope they last forever. I hope that the ears don't deteriorate and leave black fuzz, black fuzz on fuzz on us. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, it would be nice. This is the we're, first year. You know, we're so. at the end of the show already. We Holy did. Um, so the first half of the show was um, really about just getting going. And then the second half of the show was a, a big ramble. It was a big rant about first world problems. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But, you know. But but we had some great music in the middle. We did. We really a did. A big mahalo to James Spencer for yes. sending us the album Blue Gardenia. And, again, you can get that on iTunes. And um, you can um, get the link there um, to James rspencer.com and you can check out everything about him and just a little tickle Ooh, just a little tickle no, for the future I love a little tickle may not be on the next episode oh but mr spencer has also written a biography Ooh. on would you like would you like to know yeah <laughs> while you look it up <laughs> yes no 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 no, no. no. Uh, has no, written has written a biography on, on les baxter oh wow nice. one of the greats Nice. And uh, sometimes called the father of exotica. Mm-hmm. Could be debated. Yes. But you should read his book and find out. And we are going to talk more about that on a future episode, and here's why. Because you haven't read it yet. Because he sent me the copy, and I downloaded it. I have it on the iPad. Nice. And I am going to thumb my way through it. I got through the first two chapters last night, I won't lie. Nice. Um, and I'm already and I'm already quite intrigued. Um, and Jeff Very Chenault, cool. um, he is uh, he's quite uh, big in the world of tiki. He's uh, mm. definitely not. I'm, I'm sure anyone. I'm sure people know the name Jeff Chenault. Uh, and he wrote the forward and helped a bit. And so um, that's a great combo. Yes. And of course, Les Baxter is amazing. Mm hmm. And I'm looking forward to getting through the rest of the book because I'm not a big reader. And so that I am not says, either. I that, have to read so much for my job that I just it's not fun when I'm not working. <laughs> it says a lot when I can actually get through a book because yes. I, I read about one book a year. I like audiobooks. And, and James released he released this book uh, in 2016, and um, but he has he has a couple of books, and another one of them which I may have to um, poke my nose into is called The Vintage Vegan. Oh, and I don't know if I don't know if the title is indicative of what it's truly about because sometimes it's not. I have right. to actually look into that because if it is mm. truly what it's about, um, you know, well, pumpkin you know who will love that is going to be a interested. Christmas present yes. right and there. we are quite friendly to the vegans here on the podcast. Yes, but we again, are. James. Haven't looked at that book yet, so I don't know if the title is indicative of what we'll actually learn about or hear about when we read that book. But Les, Les Baxter is um, a bio that he has written. Um, it is currently available. You can go to jamesrspencer.com. You can he check it out. You can check it out even before I have read the book, talents. and we talk about it on a future episode. Excellent. Uh, if you want to hear more about um, the book right now, check out 
Coop Cooper from the Cocktail Nation radio program and podcast mm-hmm. down in sunny Australia. Uh, because Woo. Coop, a friend of the show, and um, we've talked about him here and we've recommended him in the past, um, he has um, already um, discussed the book and done an interview with James. And uh, if we can um, figure out the interview as well, uh, we would like to do an interview with James bum, here bum, bum. on the Zentiki Lounge yes, podcast. We would. This is Henry Mancini. It's a Pink Panther. Yeah. This is one of my favorites. Yeah. (laughs) I like that you're snapping right now. Okay. This is actually Son of Pink Panther. Yeah. Okay. Whatever you say. (laughs) I like when you say whatever you say. It's so nice. (laughs) Okay. So we want to thank you for here for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. We want to mention that in October, um, weekend of the 20th of October, um, we will be... At Mod Palm Springs. Oh, yeah, that's right. We will, huh? And you can go to mod-palmsprings.com right now. I hope there I'm are by then. just less than a dozen hotel rooms at the main hotel left right now. Oh, really? But they, if I you, never got the email. Go now. But if you don't, if you don't book at the main hotel, you can book at one of the nearby adjacent hotels, and then you just get the weekend wristband. Um, but again, it is a mid-century modern themed weekend with a tiki twist, room parties, tons of cocktails, tons of live music, vintage shopping, um, and then bus tours of mid-century modern homes in the Palm Springs area because it's the Woo! same weekend as Modernism Week in Palm yes. Springs. It's super fabulous. Uh Mod-palmsprings.com. Mod yeah, it is a different oh, weekend. God. It's later in October this year. I hope it continues to be later in October. You're going to love it. We'll be there. We'll be hosting parties, and it couldn't be more fun. Fun, fun, fun. All right, Caroline, that's the end of the show. That is? It is. <laughs> Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes of the Zen Tiki Lounge podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you're just hitting play. Stop hitting play and subscribe. Tell a friend or subscribe I a friend. I could tell you were a man of distinction. <laughs> I don't know why that popped in my head. And a real big spender. And until next time. Good looking, so refined. Mahalo. Mahalo. <laughs> <laughs>